0: This is, this is, this is the Cutter kind of Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the second part of my conversation with real estate agent Don Melu. Let's listen. And um, what are the myths uh, um you think people are have? I mean, are having uh, regarding uh, of owning a house?
2: Well, I think a lot of people don't understand um, that houses are affordable. That that they can, um, they can um make things work uh, if they have an experienced agent. I mean, I had one. I I was fortunate to uh, to get this buyer but he was uh had one of the first time home buyer programs and but he was handy and his father was handy and we put in our offer hey if the bank is requiring x amount and you're willing to let my buyer and and his father do the work they will fix the house up to that that criteria up to a certain dollar amount and the right. agent says to me well you can do that so why not you know, you're, if your seller is willing and, you know, if we've got to sign a liability waiver, we can do that, but you know what? It made that offer stand up. So, so that buyer didn't think they could buy a certain house um, because of the type of program. And, and this just proved if, if if you're creative and are willing to work, work, um, things through, you, you can make it happen. But, uh, you know, as far as myths, I don't know. I I guess I don't deal with a lot of myths. Um, I <laughs> I I just try and be upfront and and honest with people. And hey, some people don't want to hear the truth. I was actually with a gentleman today. He goes, "The reason I call you is because you tell me what I don't want to hear." <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, but I, I'm not gonna I, I'm not going to lie to somebody just to get a listing or to um uh to to in my opinion. What goes around comes around. I believe in karma. I believe that. I believe that. Again, I've been successful because people will say, you know, you're you're honest with us. You're not gonna, you know, um, blow things out of proportion. Uh, the other thing uh, that that happens in my business that I'm surprised is I'll call people back within 10 minutes or an hour or something. And some people say, boy, some realtors don't even ever call us back, or it's two or three days. So I do pride myself on that, that I I do follow up uh, as soon as I can. And, uh, um, you know, uh, you work hard at this business, and you can be very uh, successful, but but certainly um, it's not easy. It's it's an opportunity uh, for a great living. But um, I, I guess the only thing that I would tell you that I didn't do was invest in more properties. I do own properties, but I, I have some very successful investors that they're now, um, uh, the, the equity that they've built up, uh, and the rental income that they've built, uh, you know, as a portfolio, uh, has blossomed. Yeah. And, okay. and that, that so that's a so great buy, thing.
1: You should buy as many as we can, as many houses as we can, right?
2: A- absolutely. <laughs> um, and, uh, if it again if it's smart i mean when i when i started in the business um interest rates were around eleven percent wow. you know and they slowly went down uh you know until you hit what the maybe we hit six percent uh in the late nineties early twos and then and then it's it, it's steadily gone down uh, as i said to a realtor the other day i mean how do you sustain what we've sustained for the last 20 years as far as interest rates? 3%, I've heard as low as 1.5% on a 15-year. You know, that, that's, that, that's just free money. Um, and a lot of investors have taken, you know, uh, advantage of that. A lot of first-time home buyers. you know, the refinances that's going on right now yeah. uh, is incredible. Um, but I think in the future, you can, you're not going to refinance. Because eventually these rates have to go up, right. um, and I and I think historically it's somewhere around six and a half to seven percent is is what rates should be. But oh, yeah. if you if you tell young buyers that now they look at you, what are you talking about? You know, because I think interest rates right now are around three and a quarter. Well, it's
1: uh, not too bad compared to the eleven percent back then. Oh say.
2: yeah, oh yeah, I and, and but see, keep in mind, banks will get creative once interest rates. Are. Uh, start going up, so I think we will be fine for the next probably three to five years because even if they went up to six percent, you might get a three one arm or a seven one arm or a ten one arm um and so they lock in their rate for for a lower lower period you know right. um,
1: so let l- let's talk a little bit about cost um we have to um take into considerations as a home buyer. So I know um we we probably have to pay um uh, closing costs. Um so what are the closing costs?
2: Well, when you go to do your pre-approval, the banks are supposed to give you a truth in lending statement and show you your costs of your your attorney's, your appraisal fee, your um uh, you know, credit check. Um and then you, depending on what you're doing, you're paying prepaid on insurance, taxes, uh, things like that. So every, again, every situation's different. Um, mm-hmm. After the financial crisis, they they built a lot of these expenses right up front. So I'm hearing with all the prepaid and stuff, you know, some people are paying between eight and eleven thousand dollars in um, closing costs. And again, there's ways of getting around that. You can build it into your mortgage. You can um, ask the seller uh, to be part of the deal. Um,
1: Can you ask to split it? You can
2: ask whatever you want. Um, It's up to uh, the the hard part. (laughs) Right. Well, the hard part, let's say that $300,000 house and you need $6,000 in closing costs. You could go to the seller and say, hey. Uh, I'll pay you three hundred thousand but uh I want you know I need six thousand in closing costs. But what the seller has to look at is what's their net. So at that one you're netting two ninety four. Um so it says, No, I want my three hundred thousand. So the buyer could go to three oh six and and have that six built in and then the seller still gets their three hundred thousand. But everything's negotiable um Close. it's nothing is nothing is standard and um again when you have um more money down, you have less closing costs if you're right. cash you don't have some of those extra fees if you're twenty percent down you 're not worrying about p m i or any other built in uh fees uh, that are required um
1: so you mentioned what, pmi i what is that it's it's private mortgage insurance it's it's uh
2: you kind of catch me off guard because I don't have the definition in front of me, but basically it's insurance
1: yeah, right. yep.
2: uh, for the bank. If you default on your loan,
1: okay. I'm taking chances. Do we have to take it or the bank forces you to take it?
2: You have to take it.
1: If, if it's
2: part of that, there are some programs that you put less than 20% down that uh, do not have PMI, but those are special programs and, Technically, you'd have to talk to a mortgage person or a banker to explain that. Um, right. But if, if you have less than 20% down uh, and you're not in one of the special programs, typically you do have to pay PMI. And the only way you can get out of PMI is if you, well, you know, our market has been uh, expanding pretty quickly. So some people that bought two or three years ago, it's possible if they put 10% down, they might not. Need PMI anymore because they now have 20 to 25 in, percent in equity.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when, when the market was different, the people bought high, and the market went down, then you had uh, you know, a different situation,
1: right? Now, in terms of um, fees, to go back to the fees again, um, the realtor fees, um, is that known? upfront or we we learn about it, uh, is it a flat rate um, we have to pay at the end of the deal or when we're doing the closings or?
2: Well, uh, well, typically the seller pays the commission, the buyer uh, by completing the transaction, you know, creates the deal and creates the, the commission. So typically, unless the buyer's agent has a separate deal with a buyer, then the commission comes out of the transaction. And fees, all fees are negotiable.
1: Oh, negotiable. So you can negotiate, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. Great to know. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, selling a house right now. So um, I decide to sell my house. What do I do first? So first of all, I would, uh, I would come in
2: and uh, do an assessment, um, go back to my office, and uh do like a mini appraisal come back set another appointment come back and then we do a walkthrough um do you do you want to paint do you want to sand floors do you want to uh you need a roof do you need you know how do you I, I, again it, it comes down to every situation's different uh i had a house i sold last year House needed a roof well the seller said i can't afford a roof i said that's okay So what do you mean? I said, go get three bids. So they went and got three bids. We listed a house that the house would come with a new roof. Uh You know, um, there are some people that stage, Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure I'm a a pro uh, for staging. I guess it depends on the property and and the house, Um, whether it's, you know, in in the end, most people live in their houses. Um, You know, you don't, you don't have to have a white glove go through everything, but certainly you want it to be clutter-free. Um, you want it, uh, you know, presentable. And and stop and think about it. If if you, you know, you say to your seller, um, would you turn around, come back in as a buyer? How would you think of your house? Um, and and you know, then you'll get an honest opinion. But but think about it. You know, when you sell a house, it's emotional.
1: Um, you know, you know,
2: you, you know, I had, I had a, a friend, I sold his mom's house and they lived in it for 40 years and she was moving to one of her daughters. My friend was in Florida and he called me and said, Hey, how's, how's everything going? I go, I'm going to be honest with you. Your mom's been a trooper. She's been great. She's blah, blah, blah. And I, I said, usually you hit an emotional part. And the night before, um, we, we do a walkthrough. And at the time, she stayed home, and the buyer came in and said, "Oh, I love your house, but I'm going to tear down this wall, and I'm going to do this," and then that—that that was just the end of it. She she says, "Get out of my house," <laughs> and she almost—and she almost didn't close because <laughs> all those memories of you know her family, and and this person was going to come in and destroy that. Right. So you got to be, you know, you you have to be careful, uh, you know, how you talk with sellers. Uh, because it is emotional. It is, um, you know, um, a lot of memories were there. You know the the you know the grandchildren or or your you know just just how you know however you live. Um, it it really hits you when you see an empty house, Absolutely. or or the moving truck, you know, or or something like that. And you know, and 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 let's let's be honest. Everybody looking at your house. Um, is going to have a, their own opinion, and they're not always going to like your house. They might not like the room sizes, they might not like the configuration of the living room or the kitchen or the colors. Um, and sometimes you have, to, you know, today's market's a little different because it doesn't matter if that person likes it or not. You got ten people behind you that'll do anything to buy it. But in other times, that that that's a huge, you know, um, thing that that people need to understand that that it's not everybody is, is for your property because um, every property has different characteristics and they might not like a noisy road out front or, or a train tracks in their backyard or, or, you know, something to that effect, uh, a, a manufacturing plant down the road or, or, uh, um a police station or an am, you know, ambulance, the fire station going off all the time. So, so every situation is different and that's how when you go to sell your house you need to approach things um, with your with your seller as far as uh you know what's the pros and the cons. And not everybody has the kind of money to to repaint or or um you know
1: do that's the property. Was, that's what I was going to ask you. So uh, if if it wasn't crazy as it is right now, uh what can uh, as a homeowner selling my house, what kind of upgrades I should Definitely do to to get the maximum return on my investment.
2: Well, I always say do the minimum, at, at least paint, and at least um, you know. Again, it depends on you know. Are you selling a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house or are you selling a five hundred thousand dollar house? Um, y- you know, you you certainly want to make it presentable, and um, put things away, um, and uh, you know keep. Keep the, the outside, the, the plantings and the, the grass and everything mowed and trimmed properly. Um,
1: and you mentioned also clutter-free. Right. Um,
2: you know, again, first impressions when they walk into the house usually is the kitchen. You know, has the kitchen been updated? Um, but I'm not going to ask somebody to go update the kitchen because you might do the wrong color. You know, you, you hear the trend right now is gray. Um, So you go into a lot of houses now and they're all gray. And I just kind of chuckle because what's the next color coming, you know? Um, But I always feel um, most of the time you need to keep your house light and bright. Uh, If you have dark cabinets and you want to paint, paint them a lighter color. Um, Paint your walls a lighter color. Try and be uniform with your walls. You know, not blue in one room, orange in one room, and purple in the next. Um, Wallpaper, you know? wallpaper is not in as much as it used to be
1: uh, um, wallpaper was in style right now no
2: well it depends on who you talk to you know yeah, I have yeah. some houses that are full of wallpaper and people say oh no I don't I, the, the problem is is it's not their style you know um, or not their colors and 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 but uh, again in today's market uh, everything's up in the air because Buyers don't care. I, I just sold a house that needed a lot of work. Hadn't been updated in 40, 50 years. But the people that bought it said, hey, because I asked them. They called me on a Sunday morning. They said, well, to see this house tomorrow morning. And they came. They drove an hour and a half, two hours. And I said, and they were there for a half hour. And they said, here, we'll give you a full price cash offer. I'm like, wow. I said, that, that's kind of, you know, to me, that that's kind of, Abrupt, you know, you're 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 that anxious. They said, you know, we've been looking at houses uh, four or five towns away. We put offers in on four hundred thousand dollar houses. We put offers for four fifty. We had one house we put an offer in for five and a quarter on a four hundred and something thousand dollar house, and we weren't getting it. So we said, hey, let's step back. Maybe we can buy a house that has good bones and just renovate it ourselves. And yeah. and that made sense to me. You know, because they were gonna pay that anyway, but they're gonna do it their their own way
1: At their own taste, yep
2: right, and their own taste and and so you know i I do do a lot of uh bank properties I, I do deal with a lot of flippers um and uh basically, what the banks are doing now is they're doing that they're not selling to investors if they don't have to, they're flipping them themselves they're hiring their own contractors doing the work and they're taking on the profit. Interesting. Yeah. I I mean, I actually just closed on one yesterday um, that uh, uh, I think they took it over for 170. They put probably 120 into
1: it and closed for 395. Not a bad deal. Nope. So the bank made money. Yeah. So Talking about the banks, I, I know um, uh, you mentioned foreclosures uh, earlier. Um, can you tell um, the audience what a foreclosure is? Well, foreclosure
2: is a... Uh, um, basically, if you default on your loan, um, you go through a process of uh, the bank will will work with you to a certain extent, and if you still can't make your payments, then they'll hold an auction. Okay. And then usually at the auction. There is somebody representing the bank that if it doesn't sell high enough, they will buy the property back. And then they go through a process of hiring, um, like a third party, um, to, uh, to kind of evaluate it and see what it needs and what it's going to take to sell. And then they list it. Like I've, I've been doing bank owned properties for probably 20, 25 years now mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. and uh it's you know right now there's a moratorium but i think the moratorium is being lifted um it, it's not easy because it, it can be emotional for me too because i have to i'm the first person they usually see i'm i'm not the phone call i'm the person that shows up at the door and says hey i'm sorry we're meeting under these circumstances but this is what's going on And most of them appreciate it, appreciate they can talk to somebody or be guided. Because a lot of them, I've heard a lot of people that just are afraid and move out of a property without talking to anybody. And I I just explain to them that's not usually the case. The bank really doesn't want to own your property. Um, But unfortunately, there's rules and regulations that they have to deal with. Right. You know?
1: Um, um, so once the bank get it um so you put in an auction um so you lose the house so there's no way to get it back huh even though after you no there's come up. The,
2: yeah no there's ways if if you can okay. uh, i i actually had an incident about 20 years ago this guy um i uh i i try and do my homework to find out who's there what when and where you know dogs and all that stuff and this um uh, person called me and said, Hey, why did you leave these papers at my house? And I explained it to him and he said, well, that's not true. We, we make, you know, we make our payments all the time. And, um, I said, well, sir, it's in the paper. I mean, the the bank has to advertise the fact that they're going to foreclose on a property. He said, I'll get back to you. He called me two hours later and he said, I am very sorry. I didn't realize, and unfortunately, um, there were some issues in the household. Um, he said, what can I do to get my house back? So I called the bank. They give him a number, and he was fortunate that he was able to buy his house back. That's not always the case yes. because I'm, because there are a lot of fees that they tack on. Um, so every situation is different, but, but the bank really will work with you. You know, they, they also have these, you know, um, not taking off the top of my head. of uh they have programs that that they can you know put okay. put your payments yes, yeah. on the back end, extend your loan, oh, things okay. like that you know, but it's it, it it's again the way I look at it it's not me it's gonna be somebody else, and I don't mind talking and counseling some of these sellers and explain to them what they can do, what they need to do. I just want to make sure they're treated fairly and that you know, whatever I can do for them and guidance I will do and help them. We do cash for keys. We do a lot of different things to help people out.
1: Okay. All right. We appreciate it, uh, Don. Um, last question for you, Don. Um, actually, before the last one. Um, so the whole process, uh, what's was an estimated time um, to complete it, to purchase or sell the house? So
2: typically it's six to eight weeks. Uh, again, it depends
1: on, what
2: bank you're dealing with. Some banks process things faster um, than others. Or Some are, you know, right now, some of the problems we're running into is refinances. A lot of banks are buried with uh, paperwork on refinances. So I, I don't know where some banks put their priority. Do they just go first come, first serve, or do they prioritize uh, house sales as opposed to refinances? Um, and then, you know, again, during the pandemic, we had a a lot of appraisers that didn't go out or wouldn't go out. So, so, um, the appraisal, um, business was hit hard with, with the pandemic as well. Um, some appraisals were being done, just drive by. They never went in the property. They would just drive by and say, well, this is what we feel and, and then go from there. So it's, it's, it's been an interesting, um, turn of events uh, as, as far as COVID goes, but you know, in the end, um, I, I think everybody's doing a great job of, of what they can, and if everybody works with each other, you know, we, we accomplish, you know, what we need to within a six to eight week period. Okay. Um, okay. All right. And, and um, just, you know, on, on the appraisals, the after the last uh, financial issue, all appraisers are now done through a third party. So when you put in an order, when the bank puts in an order for appraisal, they have to go to a third-party appraisal company that assigns the appraisers. The bank can't call the appraiser direct anymore.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, uh, Any last advice uh, you would like to share with the audience um, when they're purchasing or selling their house?
2: Well, I I feel... um, any any um, consumer out there should interview a couple of realtors, find out their weak points, find out their strong points, uh, find out their experience. Again, some realtors are good good negotiators, some are not. Um, I, I actually, I'll be honest with you, I had a deal. I had a house on the market for like nine months. This realtor came in with their buyer, basically said, you got to do this, this and this. And I'm just standing there. Wow. And then I said to this person on the side, I said, how long have you been in real estate? And she goes, two months. I'm like, oh, wow. oh. So I, I didn't, I, in my opinion, I didn't think she gave him good advice, but I worked for the seller. So I was happy. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, when somebody tells the buyer, you can't do this, you can't ask for this, you can't do that. And I'm, I just, I don't know. I, I, that part in my opinion was wrong, but that's, you know, my, my goal obviously is to sell a property and who I work for is more important than what I hear or say, you know, and, and, you know, just, just make sure whoever you're dealing with is honest and open with you um, because you certainly don't want to buy something um, down the road and regret it. Uh, I, I will tell you this one story and I, I actually was, very happy. I I dealt with this couple. We just closed on a property a month ago. They called me three months ago. They said, "Hey Don, we got your name from such stuff. okay." So I met them at one of my offices, and they looked at me and they said, "Do you know why this couple are very well educated?" Matter of fact, he was a professor um, in their early 30s, and they said, "Do you know why we hired you?" I go, "No." Nope. They said, "We're with a group of friends," and all three couples stood up and we we're talking about real estate. They all said they would never use their realtor that they used. And our other friend said, well, I like my realtor. And I thought he did a great job because that's why we're sitting here with you. So, you know, to me, it's just very important to do what you can for your clients. And, uh, uh like I said, to be honest and open, you know, and work oh, hard. Okay. For them. That's, that's the important part is work hard be responsive
1: what about on the on the seller's or um a buyer's side now any other Well that was there? a
2: buyer that was a buyer that, that
1: was referred to me and, and on a
2: seller's side again you know just be honest and truthful i mean we don't 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 go in and say oh yeah i love your gold colored walls I, you know again sometimes maybe i'm too honest Again, I've been told by some people, we're glad to hear this because we don't want everything to be sugar-coated. And, um, you know, in the end, you're still responsible whether you're going to sell that house or not. You know, I I mean, if I go in and tell you your house is worth $200,000 more than it is, guess what? Probably not going to sell it. And then after six months or however much your contract is, if you're begging them to relist with you, What, you know, what, what were the results of what you did the first, you know, time period. So, so, uh, you know, a seller's going to look for that as well. And, and, and in my opinion, especially in this area, everybody knows everybody we are, we're a small area, you know, and, and they know, they know whether you do a good job or not. And, and I feel that's part of my success. I, I actually was fortunate enough to, I have three people now. Well, two unfortunately one passed but had always told me you're going to be in my will and i'm like what and he <laughs> said yeah when well, we go to sell your prop our property
0: uh, and i it's... got a
2: call i got a call last december wow these ladies these ladies from new york said hey my name is such and such yeah well do you remember my my aunt said yeah well i'm looking at her will and she says you have to sell her property so i'm calling you
1: <laughs> how about that
2: then <laughs> yeah and uh so uh, and actually I was just told that yesterday by another client. She goes, "Just want you to know, it's written in all my paperwork that if something happens to me, you're selling my house. And these aren't relatives of mine. These aren't these are just past clients that I've helped." Um and I think, you know, as a realtor that that would be a, the advice I'd give to them is be honest and helpful and and, and I also join clubs to to try and help and volunteer and just show people that you can work. You know, you don't you don't have to be all, I don't know, I guess I don't have the right words to say at the end. But it, to me, it, I just show that I'm willing to put the time and effort in to do whatever is needed to get a job done.
1: All right, Don. Thank you okay. so much for joining us today. Uh, we really appreciate your help. It's the great advice to um, when we're purchasing uh, um, or selling a house because it's a stressful um, um, thing and to do and um, with the advice uh, hopefully uh, we can make the most of it so um, uh, do you want to leave your personal um, information so how do we reach out to you um, if people well, my, are interested
2: my email is don at CB community Realtors within com or my cell phone it's 413-834-1524. All, right.
1: All right. Great. Thank you, Don. I will put that on the site as well so people can reach out to you anytime they need services. Uh, on that note, um, thank you again and have a great night. All
2: right. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate it.
0: This is this is the goodest show. See, this is the Kurdish show.